Hi, and welcome to Love Most, the podcast with Dea. I am your host, and I am super excited about today, our second episode. Now, when I first thought about Love Most, the podcast as a concept, I saw no separation amongst us. I wanted to connect with people and help those people connect with you. So let me just tell you a little bit more about my mission with the podcast. Love Most, the podcast with Dea is an inclusive platform for those who have something that they do that affects their immediate community or that helps impact the world around them in some way. That includes anyone who has a book, a story, a product or a service to share, even a, a podcast or a show. And, you know, so when you love most, you don't judge, you include, not exclude. You receive another just as they are. Now, I like to say, I like to remind everyone that love is not just a feeling. Love is um, a decision. Love is an action. And in a world where we have so much bullying, judging, and public shaming, I am inviting you today to, above all things, love most. Now, I have a super exciting guest today, and I can't wait to start. So here we go. How are you helping change the world around you? Welcome to Love Most, the podcast with Dea, where you are invited to share your gifts and to, above all things, love most. Brought to you by Dea Music Ministry. For more information on how to be a guest, please visit www.deamusicministry.net. That's www.deamusicministry.net. Okay, here she is. Hi. I had to make sure my door was locked so the kids could come in. It is fine. It's real life, right? We're moms, so everything is going on in the background. I had to put my cats in the bathroom. It's we. You do what you got to do. It's fine. Exactly. So welcome. And first of all, thank you so much for being here with me today. How are you? How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling great. I feel like things are just opening up in a in a beautiful way and I'm just being at peace with how things are unfolding even if they are unfolding differently than I expected that is a good good point right there now before we start I wanted to tell everyone a little bit about you and I got this out of you know the, the books you know I took the bio from the books first of oh. all you are a wife and a mother of two boys you're a writer and an author of three books you're a filmmaker an award-winning actress um, you are an encouragement coach, and amongst, I must say, amongst the roles that you play as an actress, you are an inspirational actress for the Darman videos. Um, you are also, okay, so you're born in Minnesota, but you reside in California. Uh -huh. It says here that you're a smoothie addict, and I want your best recipe at the end, because I love smoothies myself. And then <laughs> one thing that I love about your bio, it says, you are a confirmed bleeding heart with a somewhat cauterized wound. And a poet would say that. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. I love 
the story about you, I follow you on social media and I've been learning so much about who you are as a person. And we're gonna get into all of that. But the first thing I'd love to do is introduce your books to everyone. And don't worry, we're gonna let everyone know where to get her books and we're gonna oh. give all the information at the end. Um, the first one is Poetic Prescriptions for Eternal Youth. Let me see the right way here. We're talking about how difficult it is to manage these things on the on these cameras. Yeah. Examining earthly beauty from a heavenly perspective. The second one is poetic prescription for pesky problems. And the third one, poetic prescriptions for plaguing problems, biblical remedies for when life bites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got the camera issue going on. But here's what I wanted to start with. Now, the idea behind the poetic prescriptions, right? Uh, was there a need to remediate or help change others' perception of themselves? And did it stem from your own life experiences when you wrote these books? Oh, absolutely. Um, I was using writing poetry as a cheap therapist, a free therapist. And um, I would just, whenever I was having troubles in life, I would just be writing, just writing to get it out of my system because I couldn't afford therapy. <laughs> and uh, one day, um, God spoke to me and he said, so what good is it to write down all these problems if you're not offering a solution? Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know what? That That's basically where Poetic Prescriptions was born because I, I like to say I prescribe poetry instead of pills to cure our emotional and spiritual ills and um it that's that's what got me through and i it, it'd be interesting because god would give me like these poems and i would just write them and i wouldn't even like they wouldn't even be something i was going through mm -hmm. and then years later when i had a mentor convince me to actually show my poetry to the world i thought it would just be my private thing and no one would ever read it but he convinced me to show it to the world and I got an editor who was also a therapist. So when we would sit and do the editing sessions, I'd try to tell him about the problems I was having in life and he'd hand me one of my poems as my prescription. He'd say, here wow. you go, you need this. Wow, and that's, that's I'd be amazing. Amazed at how something I wrote years before was the solution to the problem I was in that I didn't even know I was gonna have when I wrote it, so. That is amazing. Now what I noticed is that words like divine, God, prayer, and we're not uncommon in the books and your poetry and not uncommon in your style of writing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So call it Christian poetry, if you will. I also noticed that one of your reviews on the back of the book, and I quote this, the Holy Spirit was certainly involved. So now I think you've already said that when you explained about the book, I was going to ask you if you felt that, that it was instinctive writing or if you had made a conscious decision to honor and serve the Lord through your work, through your writing. And maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, I definitely write when I'm inspired to write, but there's also times where I'm just slugging it out with my own ideas, but okay. that never turns out as good <laughs> as when I'm inspired. It's my all a part of the work, I guess. As good as when I have the message coming through me. Okay, so um, one of the things that I wanted to, to, to talk about, because this is how I actually found you, watching the Darman videos on on social media. Uh, you are an inspirational actress and I love that title because it says so much about your mission to actually do something that impacts people. So I love that about you. But before we go into it, I wanted to actually say 
happy 30 year anniversary to the Darman Studios. I know that's today as well as his 37th birthday. It's Darman's 37th birthday today. Yep. And you recently had recorded your hundredth video. So congratulations. That is absolutely incredible. Um, but what I wanted to say is I really feel that you are being an inspirational actress. You are inspiring and impacting a lot of people. And I must say from all ages, my son who is 12 watches you religiously. He loves all the videos, but of course we love the videos that you are in the video. <laughs> and I personally love the contrast between some of the roles you play as well as the person you are. And let me explain why a lot of not all of them but a lot of the videos that you do you play the bad guy you know you mm -hmm. are the the mean mom or the, the you know the woman who's going to have prejudice and all of that stuff but yeah. in real life and from what i have gathered just by watching the way you engage with others you have a very un angelic demeanor about you and i find <laughs> that contrast absolutely fascinating because even in your characters you are real. You, you you appear to be a real person. It's funny, even in the video, in that type of setting, it's not a like an overproduced setting. So it really makes you feel like it's real life. Mm. But then in real life, you have a very angelic demeanor about you. <laughs> Give us a little glimpse of what the Darman videos are for the people who don't know who Darman is. What are those, the, the videos, you know, the actual stories that they write? What is it about? So the Darman videos are little short, vignettes out of life uh, for people who are dealing with situations in life where they're being judged or they're being bullied or you know they're in bad circumstances and they really just show people how how to deal with those circumstances how not to judge a book by its cover how things aren't always what they appear how that person that looks angelic could actually be a Karen mm -hmm. or <laughs> You know, the, the, the bad, the person who looks like they could be the bank robber could be the one saving your life. And you just, you just never know. And it really puts every person on equal playing field and equal playing ground. And it's just a nice little upbeat pick me up with all, I mean, all the negativity and violence and the trash that the media is putting out. It's a nice family friendly video that you can watch with all ages and have nice lessons but they're it's still like Hollywood quality for the most mm -hmm. part you know the portrayal so I, I just think it's they're they're a blessing when people find them I think they really have helped a lot of people through some tough times and I agree with you and I think that most importantly too there are a lot of people who are, might not be exposed to those type of situations and have an opportunity to actually take a look and then learn something from it. You know, not everyone is exposed to many of the settings, but it yeah. is real life as it unfolds, right? So it's really important yeah. to have access to that. If you could pick one video, I don't mean a hundred videos, are so, there are so many, but was there one particular video, one particular story that resonated with you it, throughout the times that you've, that you've been a part of the hundred videos? Um, and funny thing is just last Friday, I put out a video on my YouTube channel called My Eight top favorite Darman videos that I've been in. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you can see all eight there, but, um, and I'm going to name one that I did not name as, I don't think I named it as my number one in that video, but that's okay. Cause it changes every day. But I think, um, the one that probably means the most to me is the one, I don't know what they act. I think the thumbnail, you know, that gets people to click on the video might be mm -hmm. called man is about to jump off a bridge or something. Okay. But, the actual title I call it is More Hugs, Less Suicide. And my character is I on a bridge 
holding yes. this sign saying more hugs, less suicide. And I got this hater coming up to me and saying, you're not going to make a difference. What do you think you're doing standing out here? Whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. And um, I ended up making a difference for this one guy who came who was going to jump off a bridge. And just the power of love and the power of selflessness and hugs. And and I had a backstory that I wasn't a, the greatest mom and I didn't pay attention to my son's cues when he was going through something and he ended up killing himself. So it became my mission to just go out every night on the bridge where he jumped, holding my sign, free hugs. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't know that. I actually watched that video recently and you know, it is it is a very powerful story. And I think that many of the videos for Darman, you know, people may underestimate the power of real, right? In a yeah. glimpse. And they, what I love about them is that they're very short, right? It's mm -hmm. not like you're watching a whole hour and a half. It is yeah. a short, it's a glimpse of life. And if you mm -hmm. really put it into perspective, into the right perspective of living, that's how life happens. In a moment, everything could be different. It takes yeah. literally a split second and your whole life is turned upside down. I can really appreciate that. And thank you for sharing that with us. Um, you have an amazing fan club out there. I have to say, you're always encouraging others, but you know, it doesn't surprise me because it really shows in the way that you engage with your fans, your followers and your audience. I have witnessed you making announcements about YouTube videos. People ask questions. You always respond with kindness. I have never seen you lash out of anyone. And I watch you quite a lot. I watch the YouTube videos. I watch when you announce them. And I'm always watching the way you display yourself. And I have to say your humility is something that it, it's really, it, it is a, it almost helps connect people, I think, because people learn from that. It makes you shine, you know, it makes you come across as just the face of being human, you know, be kind, even though, you know, you're an actress, you're an award-winning actress, you do all these amazing things, but yet you can communicate with people on a, in a way that you are relatable. You are relatable. You tell the stories as they are. You know, you're, uh, you know, you're a mom, you're a wife, you have, you know what I mean? Like everybody can relate to that and it's beautiful. Um, so I wanted to go start talking a little bit about you being an encouragement coach because you have a pro, I'm going to say a program workshop, a course. Uh, it, it is all of the above, obviously. And it's called You Are Worthy. Before you tell us a little bit more about it, and again, everyone, don't worry, she's going to share on how you can find out more about it mm -hmm. towards the end. I feel that, you know, so many people need to, to, to own the past of accepting to be human, right? I think that if people could only understand that, you know, in order to access the blessings, the opportunities, the favors, they really need to feel like a worthy recipient. I really believe that wholeheartedly. I mean, there are so many people that are blinded by the lies. The world lies to us, tells us we're not enough. We're not worthy. We're, we don't deserve it. And yeah. only if we could stop looking at ourselves in the way that we are told or the way that we even see ourselves and look at ourselves from the standpoint of where God created us to be. I think that would be such a powerful thing if people could only access it. You know, in, in the times that I've struggled the most, one of the things that I've always asked was, please, God, let, let me look at myself with your eyes. Let me yeah. look at others with your eyes. Because if you do it that way, you know, you're going to tap into your sense of worth. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't get our sense of worth from the streets, from the world, yeah. you know, but, but we will from him. So tell us a little bit about You Are Worthy, the course that you're creating, which will empower so many people. Yeah. Um, 
Well, first off, as an encouragement coach, my clients that I work with are, are people who are mending from a broken past. And I've made it my mission to help people see themselves and love themselves the way God does so that they have the courage and the confidence to go after their dreams. So what a lot of people don't know is the You Are Worthy course actually stemmed out of me writing this book. This is my story of how I went from self-hate to self-love by finding out what God had to say about me. And I had a coach, because a co even coaches have coaches, I had a coach that said, don't you have more to say on that topic? You seem very passionate about people having worth. And I was like, nope, I don't have anything else to say. I said it all in these 20 poems, I'm done. <laughs> he challenged me like, I think you've got more to say on this. So it was like, it was like the Holy Spirit woke me up for the next two months straight at like three or four in the morning and I would just look, read a page and then write, 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 read a next page and then I would write, write, write. And it turned into like 150 pages, mm -hmm. which I was turning into a devotional. And then about two and a half years ago, I was like, I'd have to turn this into a course. I have to teach people. I have to teach people this because it's so many people are not walking they're not fulfilling their dreams because they feel like they're not worthy. They don't know that God created them the way they are on purpose for a purpose. They don't realize they're God's favorite creation and they mm -hmm. don't know how to see themselves the way he sees them. They've bought into the lies of the media, comparing themselves to Instagram models, comparing themselves to rich billionaires with Lamborghinis and mm -hmm. it's just all the wrong things we're comparing ourselves to. And then I saw, the influx of people like trying to change their outside thinking it's going to bring them happiness and the surge of people getting big lips and big butts and cinched in this and all that stuff and I just had to I had to let people know in this course that fixing the outside will not help an inside problem you know, it's better to be holy than hot. But guess what? You could be both. <laughs> like that. You gotta do a t-shirt. Come on, it's better to be holy than hot. This is a t-shirt right there. Oh, I, should, I should make one because you're it's gonna one make of, one. one of the you lessons have to I make teach. one. That is an incredible line. Come oh, on, this is awesome. Okay, it's, it's one of the lessons I teach in my "You Are Worthy" course, um, and just giving people a divine solution if they're in pain and and they don't know how to like get the sliver out like sometimes in life people are they're just hurting and they're hurting and they don't know like there's a sliver in their hand it's an emotional sliver in your heart and and we try these outside fixes we try oh well this area is red maybe i should just put some foundation on it maybe i should put some cover up on it or maybe maybe i should wear gloves but they haven't gotten to the root that there's an infection there. There's some pain in your heart. And until you deal with it and pull it out, there's always going to be pain there. Yes. So and you know what I want people to know? I actually have, and I mentioned this to you in conversation before, there was a poem in one of your books that really touched me deeply. And the reason I will explain to you once you read it, why I love this poem so okay. much. And it's called God knows what I face. And if you could grace us with, your poem, it's on page five of Poetic Prescriptions for Pesky Problems. Okay, let's find that one. God knows what I face. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is when I used to beat myself up and... <laughs> let's hear it. I'll it's not beautiful. betray the same old way. My past is cleansed and washed away. 
The cross wipes out the dung I've done. He loved me, so he sent his son. The future's planned, I need not fret. And yes, he knows about my debt. My state of health, his main concern. And heaven's gifts cannot be earned. He loved me when I was still lost. For me, he's paid the highest cost. His blood washed clean my cankered sin. I've shed the past and now begin to live my life the way I should. Discount those charging me no good. I'll forge ahead. Follow the plan. Confide in God. He understands. There's nothing that he hasn't faced. He's done it all and borne my place. I'm standing firm. No need to pace. I'll rest. My God knows what I face. This, this poem really is, it touched me so deeply, you know, in my spiritual journey. Anytime I ask someone, you know, about, you know, do you love God? Do you know God? And, and a lot of people say this same thing to me. Well, I'm not good enough for God or I don't have anything for him. And I think this poem says it all. You can literally come as you are. You can yeah. come with nothing and he'll give yeah. you everything. This is yeah. what faith is. This is what living a life with God, accepting. If you are willing to see yourself through God's eyes, yes. you have to let go of who you think you are in front of that mirror. Because exactly. all of us can tear ourselves. I know I did it at some point in my life. Tear myself apart. Forget yep. about the mirror. Forget about the person you see in the mirror. And start yeah. looking at yourself through his eyes. Because that's exactly what you said. God knows what I face. He knows all of our flaws, all of our problems, all of our insecurities. He loves us. He, yeah. will, he doesn't care. He will literally give you everything, even when you have nothing. So and our flaws and so insecurities. Deep. So deep. It is I was going to say, and our flaws and insecurities aren't, they're not a detriment. He, they don't hold us back. If we only knew the things we thought were keeping us from success actually aren't, it's just the conversation between our two ears is the only thing that is keeping us from success. And this is why I mentioned that when you write, to me, it feels like it's something to do with your mission, with the helping people stop with that perception of themselves, you know, really yeah. see the way it really is in the way that God has designed for us. In other words, who you are in his eyes. Our maker has a plan for us, right? And if you tap into who God wants you to be, you take the pressure off of yourself. You know, it seems like it's easier, right? In a way. Yeah. Um, now, I know that you were recently in uh, in the 8th Las Vegas Black Film Festival, right? You were mm -hmm. awarded the BOMB, which is Bone of My Bone Founders Pick Award. Can mm -hmm. you tell us about that experience? What was that for? I know that there was a, a, either a movie or something that you did, recent, did recently. Can you tell us about it? Sure. Um, this, was, this was very special to me because only two times in my entire career that spans two decades have I ever been... Um, uh, nominated for a Best Actress Award. And so um, it, it was when I found out I was going to Las Vegas and they wanted me to be there to, you know, as one of the people who was nominated for award, it was, it was, it was interesting because my acting coach who coached me on that role had just passed away. God. And I was like, oh, if I win this award, 
and it's it's going to be so special because he'll see he's actually made a difference. Um, but no, the it, it can't even be mentioned. But I mean, the amount of difference he's made in my life and my career, and I I, I owe a lot to him with how how I'm able to portray the characters in a way that's believable. But we got there, and and we had 11 people with us that made this film, and the film was called The Light Dares to Desert Me. And it was a story about um, domestic violence. Um, my character was being abused by her husband, and um, there was children involved. And anyway, when, when we were all there at the banquet ceremony, and they the banquet ceremony was running late, and we were there, they started an hour late and and then our ride was there we had a limo coming and so we were like we gotta go our limo's gonna leave we only have this limo for this time slot so we're just waiting 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 for them to call the best actress category and so they call it and then they i didn't win so it look, probably looked pretty rude but all 11 of us got up and left mm -hmm. <laughs> the award ceremony we didn't wait and it wasn't till later that the founder called and she said, where did you guys go? I had an award for Catherine. It was actually wow. the most important award of the entire <laughs> festival. She oh, said, wow. all, the, all the other awards are chosen by committee. She said, this is the only award that I, the founder, felt that you were exceptional, a cut above every single entry, every single actor in the 85 films that, that I'm giving you the founder's pick, which is bone of my bone. Mm -hmm. Oh, I started crying when I found that out to, uh -huh. you know, that I would be accepted like that. And, and you know, Darman did a lot of videos on uh, perception and racism and all this stuff. And I went, I went to the festival thinking, am, am I even allowed to win at a black film festival? You know, I had those thoughts being like, is that, you know, so I, I didn't even have any expectations because I oh. thought, well, but I mean, that just goes to show they're just loving, kind people. And it was an amazing experience. And I'm, well, I'm I mean, grateful it surprise my me. Ever award as an actress. And it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, just listening to you describe them and describe um, your experience and how you felt because I remember I watched a video when you just when you found out what BOMB was bone of my bone and this was actually picked specifically for you and that you felt so honored and I don't think that's an accident because you know I, I, I see again I'm gonna say it again your demeanor is angelic kind humble your humility is very clear to me when I first and I want to give this a little I give this information to people even though you know, maybe if I had a manager, they would say, don't say it. But, you know, <laughs> I connect with people on social media quite a lot. I usually will, you know, if it's an author, because I'm a bookworm, I will write, the, I will read the book, I'll write a review. I wrote a review for one of your books and I'm yet to post the other two for the other two books. And I am very interested in, in, in the person, you know, in the connection. And when I reached out to you, never once I felt you know, that you were like, well, I don't know, you know, you're always so kind with your words, with your connection with me. And I am really super, super honored to have you here today. I really am. I think that in life, you know, when we, when you were starting to do something that you believe in, you need people like you who will say, yeah, sure, I'll do it. You know, I had one other amazing guest in one of my other interviews on Instagram that people were connecting me, contacting me and saying, how did you get her? I'm yeah. like, I don't know. I think that we exchanged some kind of energy and 
you know, and, and that's how it is. You know, we are here to be supportive of others. I think that also ties in with your idea of your, your platform, you are worthy, ties in well with that. Because think about it, if you feel good about yourself, mm -hmm. if you have a good sense of self-worth, wouldn't mm -hmm. you connect better with others? So when you yeah. have this demeanor of humility and kindness and connection, it is because you come from a place of self-love. It mm. is your course is really a movement in my eyes. I mean, the world will be so much better if everybody felt good about who they are instead of coming from lack or trauma. Yeah. And I'm not saying that trauma or lack are things that we, we can't even control that. Some of the things yeah. happen, we didn't really have any part in it, but right. we have to heal. That's our responsibility. And I think if we are seeking to get better, to live a better life, to connect with others, we will look for things like that. You know, I've done tons of self-help. I know that you've done it as well. You've been coached. And even when people don't have an opportunity to hire a coach, they can read books, they can watch movies, they can watch the Darman videos. You know, there are yeah. all kinds of inspirations out there. This is the time to be, even if you can't afford certain things, there was so much that we have access to now through social media and all that. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you a question about encouragement and it is that if you could go back to being 14 years of age and I know you fell in love with poetry around the age of 14 or so mm -hmm. um, and uh, I wanted to know if you could go back to that time of your life knowing what you know today what advice would you give to not only to yourself as 14 or that time that age and also young people that are watching you you know what would you say to them and yourself as a 14 year old mm that dream that you have hidden in your heart that seems impossible, that looks impossible, it actually isn't. And all those people that are telling you it's not gonna work out are wrong. They don't actually know. They don't know. They're projecting. They're saying, they're putting you down because it didn't work out for them. They're not speaking from an experience of someone who's conquered and been successful. If you look at the people that put you down and tell you you can't, they don't see straight, but wow. at a slant. Wow. They, they do not understand because they've never reached that level of success because anybody who has reached any level of success will know that all things are possible. So if we really look back and see what what who the people are that are telling us we can't do it, most of the time you'll see they were nobody you should have been listening to to begin with. And I believed so many people along the way and I squashed my dreams and I didn't start. And there were so many things that I didn't do because I listened to people telling me I can't and they had never done it. So what, how, yeah. like, what are they, what experience are they speaking from? They're not, it may be impossible for them, but it doesn't mean it's not possible for you. And also don't you find that most people who have succeeded, if not all of them have failed many times before they reach that place. So it's like failure isn't what defines your success, right? Whether you can be successful or not. A lot yeah. of people who have, I mean, remember the story, I think it's, uh, who is it, Michael Jordan? One of the basketball players have not ever, was not able to do that shot, you know, to get the basket in, to get the ball yeah. in the basket many, many times over until he finally did it. So there is a lesson in that in itself, you know, that we can't really believe the lies and a lot of people walk around this is what i'm saying why it's so important to feel worthy to feel as a worthy recipient so that you live your life not from the things that didn't work out not from yeah. your pain not from something you didn't have not from lack but from the place of you are worthy of abundance 
even if yep. you didn't have it before your past doesn't define the now you know a lot of I have a lot of people in my age group say well you know I'm 50 something so it's over how is it over you could start there's so many people who created businesses and jobs and yep. became famous after 50 or after 70 oh, yeah. or you know there's so many stories like that so yeah. so important to really tap into that um I wanted to ask you about the smoothie thing because what is your favorite smoothie? Since you mentioned you're a smoothie addict, I'm trying. To I know I eat smoothies every day, sometimes multiple times a day. So, uh, what's your favorite recipe of all? Uh, I kind of like strawberry daterades. It's like medjool dates with some like coconut water and oh, wow. fresh frozen, fresh or frozen strawberries. It tastes like a strawberry shake. Oh, nice! Nice. I, I like to keep it simple. Do you <laughs> add any? Do you add any powders to it? Anything in terms of like protein or I, I use green protein? I do protein. all that stuff, but now I just trust that God has made food that He made with the perfect protein ratios, and I don't need to worry about it. I think I think Americans have gotten a little crazy with their protein obsession, and it's harming our kidneys. People are having more kidney problems than <laughs> ever. That is true. That is true. I don't want to. You know, I. I I know there are good products out there that are you yeah. know, to, to prevent all of that. But I do agree with you that, you know, that we have in nature a lot of good things that are yeah. good for our bodies. You know, you just have to to look for the right products, to look for the like right produce and et cetera. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give you the opportunity to tell everyone where they can find you. You know, I know that on social media you are uh, Catherine Norland and all of your platforms, correct? Um, I'm Catherine Norland on Instagram and YouTube. Okay. On Facebook and Twitter, I'm Kat Norland. Kate. Oh, okay, take note of that. I had the yeah. one on the bottom there on the stream. And I also, I'm going to share this um, link for you, which is, if anybody can see it, this is a, a link that's actually on your Instagram bio, right? So if people went to your Instagram oh. page and they clicked on that link on your Instagram bio, they get to see all of the things that you do. And, oh. and one of them is your course, correct? There is a pre-sale. Yeah, there's probably a... And probably in uh, maybe an easier way to get to that just by going to katherinenorland.com okay. and while you're there click on course I have a pre-sale going on right now and um, it's a hundred dollars off if people pre pre-sell the course and okay. it's actually going to be uh, level one and level two so that would be for both level one and level two that level one really deals with a lot of what we struggle with on the outside like I named um, uh, how you look is not as important as how you see yourself. You're not the dust bucket you live in. How to make the best of what you got. It's better to be holy than hot. I'll, it deals with a lot of the outside stuff. And then level two is goes really a lot deeper into the, the spiritual stuff and how to be able to separate permanently, like the fight between the flesh and the spirit and knowing you're worthy. How do, how do you bring that into real life, creating friendships, knowing God's given you the dominion, the authority, the God-like abilities to create. And really, how do, you, how do you not be a people pleaser now? How do you, to, knowing for sure that it's not selfish to love yourself, what does that look like? And knowing you're just as important as others. Hmm. All, you know, very important stuff along the way to our journey of worthiness, because we can let, we can let people squash us like a bug if we don't know our worth and do everything for everybody else and let our dreams linger and die. Well, I think it's a movement in my eyes. You know, I think that your course is an incredible platform that is really giving people themselves, giving people the permission. You're giving people the ability to give themselves permission to feel loved, 
to feel worthy because that is something that it's not doesn't come easy to a lot of people mm -hmm. it's incredible and be through their point of origin their trauma in childhood or the way they were raised or maybe it was a mentor that that really crush their dreams. We yeah. don't know. There are so many circumstances out there and it's not to be taken lightly. I mean, I'm not taking the power away from trauma and pain that we feel. I've been, everybody has problems and, yeah. and baggage and all kinds of things that happen to them. But again, mm -hmm. it's about empowering people to take that, take that pain and turn into purpose, take your pain and turn into power, you know, yeah. because we have power. We do have power. Um, mm -hmm. I think that it's it's wonderful. And I am so honored and blessed again that you are here with me for mm -hmm. this interview. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I wanted to tell everyone that you can follow us on social media. You see our handles there. Let me put your handle up again so everybody sees it. So this Catherine Norland is on YouTube and Instagram and then mm -hmm. on Facebook. And what was the other one? Facebook and Twitter, it's Kat Norland, Kat but I'm Norland. most active on YouTube and uh, Instagram, which is Catherine Norland. Okay, great. So I will have, I will be having a lot of uh, exciting guests here, such as Catherine, um, and you can follow us and watch the shows, the episodes, and they are musicministry.net. But I just want you to know that this uh, broadcast will be available on my YouTube channel at Dea Music Ministry um, dash DMM. We actually played on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire. We played on other YouTube uh, pages as well as my damn ministry on Facebook and my YouTube channel. So the link will be available. You can share. Guys, everyone can share the link with your friends. And if you want to watch the replay, you can also visit my website and watch it there as well. Dea, can I, can I say one last thing? Yes, you can. I want, I want to give all your listeners and watchers of um, free digital copy of this book. Oh yeah! Yay. So they can get it by just going to poeticprescriptions.com forward slash free book. So poeticprescriptions.com forward slash free book, and they can download this one. You got this. Poetic prescriptions. Say that again. Poeticprescriptions.com forward slash free book. Okay poeticprescriptions.com forward slash free book. Mm -hmm. I you know people that are over 50, they'll have the memory issues going on like I do. Oh, well, thank you so much for this gift. This is awesome. And actually I, I read this book and wrote a review for it. It's awesome. I actually think, you know, I honestly think that this, this book should be in every school. Young mm -hmm. ladies, this is a book that should be a part of the curriculum. I really do. I believe that you have here such a powerful message about self image and the way that you found yourself, the way you discovered yourself, and even through the pain and, and the suffering that you endured, this is an incredible book. I think young ladies should be reading this, mm. you know? So um, thank you again. Don't forget about making that t-shirt. What is that? It's better to be- It's better to be holy than hot. And hey, listen, let me tell you something. And then when you're holy, you're also hot for some reason, you <laughs> know? Because right. I'm telling you, walking in, in the power with a good sense of self-worth makes you hot. Believe it or not, people tend to be attracted to that, to have such yeah. a beautiful energy and a light about you. So I really think it should be a T-shirt. I'm talking about like merchandise <laughs> for this. Uh, you are worthy. Um, uh, your your workshop. Do you call it a course, a workshop? What do you call it's, it? It's going to be an online course. An Maybe online in the future course. it'll be a live workshop if I get asked to do it at churches or something. Oh, it'll be, be a three, oh, they, they, two or three day workshop. 
we're going to declare right now that that's what's going to happen because people need to connect with you and see that even, you know, sometimes you're, you're taking a course and you're reading and it seems something like a distant experience, but when they get to meet you, they'll get the whole deal. You know, your humility, your, your humanity, this, it's really beautiful. Thank you. I think you're an incredible contribu contribution to humanity. So thank you for being with us. God bless you. And thank, thank you, you everyone for watching. You're so welcome. Thank you everyone for watching. Bye.